shout out to Andy on the playlist. You are locked into hour two of RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. Madonna, 1984, like a virgin. Appropriate, because later in the hour, we're going to get into Yvonne Orji and her story of being a 39-year-old virgin and the particular challenges that it... um brings to life for her at this time in her life. You know, we get into that. We're going to talk about that. We are also going to get into a couple of other topics. One of them being, I want to continue with some of the conversation around Shug Knight and his podcast, because he also talked about the current state of what? Women in hip hop. Now, this is a conversation, an ongoing conversation that we've had here on RSVP over the various weeks, and we've looked at it from a few different angles. So I wanted to look at Shug's comments and revisit this topic because I think that it ties into a lot of what we have been saying about hip hop and the positioning of women and even the thought process. So Shug said that, um, you know, I think the industry is controlled by the baddest bees in the world. The females got that stuff on lock. And when you look at the women, they've come such a long way. And they're really, really strong. They're not in the shadows of a man. Because we talked about a lot of time when female rappers were introduced, especially in the 90s, it became, you know, Lil' Kim famously said, only female in my crew, and I kicked stuff like the, what it do, pull the trigger to. Um, that was on all about the Benjamins remix. So, you know, Eve, Kim, Foxy to a degree, Trina, you look at that, they all kind of were birthed somewhat out of men's groups, men's movements, or things of that nature in the 90s. And that's changed. So he went on to say, I think Cardi B is incredible. She's probably one of the biggest stars in the industry and a great businesswoman that leads the way. He said, you look at what Doja Cat is doing. She's a big, huge star. There's nothing she can't do and be successful with. And when you're talking about on the R&B tip, he said, I don't personally know these people. But he also name checks Summer Walker, Lizzo, and SZA. find it interesting that he threw Lizzo in the mix. Um... Because I don't know if I consider Lizzo R&B, really. But that's another conversation for another day. But he said that these women are making things happen. But then he went on to add that the female rappers of today look like runway models and are dating openly versus women artists of the past who were only viewed as the homegirls. He said, we had women in the business that sounded cool, sounded good, rapped good, but they were like the homegirls. Now the women, they sound good. They look even better. And they ain't the homegirls. He said, used to be a time where you had to, where you had people who had, were couples in the industry. And they would keep it on the low. They didn't want anybody to know they were messing around with a rapper or an R&B singer. It was hush, hush. He said, these new women, they're so pretty. The rappers and the singers and the people in the industry can't wait to go on social media and say, look who I got. Look who I'm dating. He said, that's how bad these chicks are. And they don't just sound good. They look good, too. Um, he said he's content at his age, though. He's not trying to holler at any of them. He's just giving them their flowers. 
So listen, a couple of things with that. I think one, back in the day, it wasn't that the women per se didn't want to let it be known that they were dating these men. It was more so the men, right? We talk about all the time with the younger groups with men that the idea was that if these men were viewed as taken, their fans, their female fan base wouldn't be as accepting, wouldn't love them and be able to picture themselves in the place of whomever was in the video or fantasize that they had an opportunity with these men in these groups. That was the thought process, that they would love them more openly, right? Also, for the women, part of that is a respect thing. Because if you think, oh, this guy's just putting his girlfriend on, a lot of people don't respect that and may not have respected her as an artist stand alone. The idea that women, female rappers, weren't necessarily attractive back in the day, you know, just like with anything, some are going to look better than other. Were the budgets there? Were female rappers being given the same budget as a female R&B star? Rick Ross famously talked about how much more it costs to put out a female artist versus a male artist and the things that you have to pay for. A glam squad, you know, wardrobe. Granted, nowadays, these men are pretty expensive as well and have extensive glam squads themselves. But realistically speaking, there's a little more to it. There's a little more financial in, um, investing that has to be done when you're dealing with women artists. And I also think the idea that they weren't pretty, they weren't runway pretty. Come on now. Maybe that's just what you were trying to sign at death row. Maybe they were intimidated at trying to come over to death row. Death row was a very serious place in the 90s. And um, as a woman, is it someplace you really wanted to be around? I don't know. As an artist, with all the rumors, people slapping people up, I don't think so. When we come forward, we'll have more trending topics and headlines. You were locked in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. You were locked in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. So we were talking Shug Knight and his opinions on females in hip-hop right now, that they look like runway models and... They didn't look like that back in the day. I mean, Little Kim is the one that started this whole wave of fashion really down. She and Foxy, but I really think that Kim carried the torch a little further with Versace. She was, you know, BFFs with Donatella. She was one of the first female rappers at Fashion Week and doing those shoots. So she, um, you know, kind of kicked the trend off into rap and high fashion. Of course, you know, Eve continued it later. She had fetish. But again, all of these women were birthed from male-dominated crews. Speaking of women in hip-hop, we know Megan Thee Stallion dropped her new, 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 <laughs> new, last week, Cobra. And, um... One thing we appreciate is that uh, it's not just about booty shake. It's about real things that she's going through, real life, real issues. I personally appreciated that the production sounded fresh, didn't sound stale like some of her other production has. Um, but what I want to know is, you know, as fire as the rap was, right? As fire as the visuals are, as much as we like the track, 
Does it have replay value for you? Are you going to listen to it again? Are you bumping a song that is, you know, a girl talking about potentially slitting her wrist, even though Vino's going to come out and she's going to have on Valentino? Does that have, you know, something you want to hear over and over? I'm not critiquing it. I'm simply asking a question. And Andy, I am going to ask you your opinion. I know that you are lately, me too, one play shorty, and that's about it. But what are your thoughts on Cobra? And is it something that has replay value for you? Or you see it as having replay value in general? Um, I played it one time here uh, sometime last week. And uh, that was it. <laughs> I, I haven't went back to listen to it again. Um, nothing nothing negative on, on Megan. I just haven't decided just to go back. Just not interested? I'm not even going to I mean, the fact that you're bringing it up now, now I'm about to probably go listen to it <laughs> during the break. I didn't even know there was a video or anything like that. So um, let me listen to it one more time and then probably ask me again. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, you know, she's talking about little bouts with alcohol because like she says she's depressed and stressed she talked about finding her boyfriend at the time party in bed where she lays her head with the next woman well andy my question is was this before the tory lane situation or after the tory lane situation? which which tory lane situation do we mean well i mean you know the her it was hit. after the overall thing that happened with Tori had to be because they didn't hook up until after that. Are you serious? Yeah. I, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. My, my understanding was that before this whole uh, Tory Lane situation popped off, that they were a couple. No. I remember seeing pictures of them together and everything. After, like after. After? After. After the shooting and all that. After the shooting. Okay. All yep. Right. Yep. Um... Before that, you know, before the thing is this, right, as tragic as that shooting was, I do think it was a wake up call moment for Megan. You know, she had lost both of her parents. I think she was, what, only 24 at the time when this was happening. Alcohol was a big factor for her. She was dating probably the wrong types because they were, you know, Things that are often attributed to women, a lot of these men seem to be doing, neither here nor there. But, um, you know, that's that's kind of what went down with that. The interesting thing, though, is that we know that, um, like I said, she and Party got together after the Tory Lane situation, and they have since broke up. Well, Party is now dating someone else. He's dating Jada Kingdom. She's a dance hall artist. And she promptly took to her Instagram story to let Megan fans know, direct your ires someplace else. It was not me. She was like, I did not know the lyrics before they dropped. This has nothing to do with me. I know it's going to drive you guys crazy not to have someone specific to terrorize for y'all president by their president she's talking about megan she said but it's not me leave me out of it i got a house there's hotels motels there's buy um airbnbs she was like there's even the car she was like she would not be laying up in the next chick's stuff to get hit off so leave her be please party on the other hand took a less direct approach in his Instagram stories, after it all went down first, he posted that future meme 
where Future has on his chain. He's like, it's an evil world out there. And he just kind of laughs. So, um, you know, that says something. And then the next slide after that was Tristan Thompson laughing. I don't know what message you're supposed to derive, but those are two people that are for the streets. So maybe that's party's way of letting you know that y'all should have known he was for the streets and don't be mad. I don't know. It's fill in your own thoughts for that because he didn't give all the details to it. But, um, you know, making fans lit him up appropriately and they are upset, upset. What we do hope, right, and again, this is any woman, and let's be clear, a lot of people have made bad decisions as far as who they date in their 20s, but let's hope from all of this, Megan has learned, and the next time we see her in a relationship, it will be with a nice, healthy, mature person who doesn't want to, you know, shoot guns, mess with her friends, or get head in her bed. You know, that's all that we can hope for um, as far as positive things. So shout out to Megan, Andy. When did this apparent cheating occur? Doesn't, they don't say. She just says that, you know, she's been stressed and going through a great deal. And, you know, she wanted to talk about it on this song. Let things out. I had to do some research. I had to figure out the timeline situation as far as when the cheating happened with him well more so uh you know her dating you know tory lanes the shooting and then her hooking up with party and uh i just have a theory you would you have a because th- i mean here's the thing there were a lot of people that she was dating remember there was a time period where she was dating um who was it uh what's the rapper's name just short didn't make sense either um it sounds like you're describing Tory <laughs> No, it's not Tory Lane. Like, I want to say Yo Gotti, but it's not that. It was somebody. Ah, I'm going to try and figure it out. Um, I just, Megan didn't, you know, she should. It happened. She's young. I'm not even going to say she should or whatever because. Oh, you know, uh, money bag Yo. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was a yo in there somewhere. Right, right, right. She, you know, she hooked up with him for a second. You know, the guys were kind of like getting their clout off of her. I feel like, like, yeah, you know, are you hit that man? Me too. That is a topic that we're going to get into low key in hour three in relation to our NBA topic. Because, you know, you men play all day all day with some of these things and then want to blame the women and you know you get what you chase (laughs) that's what i can say with that but um listen we'll see what happens meg is resilient people support her but um i don't know we'll see what happens on the charts with that song i'm not expecting a whole lot but i don't say that in a negative way again i told you I think she's spitting different subject matter. I think the beat is nice. I just, for whatever reason, I don't know if it has any replay value for me. And that's it. I don't know. Let me know what you think. You know, you guys feel free, of course. Hit me up at Stiletto Jill everywhere. Reminder, if you want to 
call in and give an opinion on any of the topics that we discuss. 800-920-1580. That is that. Now, let's get into the story about Yvonne Orji. So, we know Yvonne is an actress. Molly from Insecure. We love Yvonne. Um, when Insecure first dropped, and this is going to sound strange, I remember watching... I think it was the pilot episode or maybe the second one. And I remember looking and thinking that her love scenes seemed odd to me. But I didn't know if it was because, you know, they're intimacy coordinators on sets. There are different things that they do to protect both the actors and the actresses from feeling uncomfortable, making sure that everyone feels safe in those environments. And it's a good thing. You know, we've all heard stories of actors or actresses back in the day that were in situations during filming that made them very uncomfortable or where they felt as though they were assaulted in this pretend process but really were you know being physically handled and accounted um so I always thought the sex scenes looked awkward to me they didn't look natural so when it came out later that she was a virgin to me it made all the sense in the world because I felt like you know there was something missing in the scenes at least for me maybe wrong maybe it was just bad chemistry with the actor something else but I, I felt like that explained it for me Urban Spinster in the chat says she sure was doing those simulated sex scenes. She was. She was doing them. I personally didn't think that they were too convincing, but maybe I don't know. That's, you know, just me. D Black 909 says 40 year old virgins do exist. They sure do. <laughs> you know, virgins exist 40, 50. I'm sure there are people somewhere that have never crossed that boundary because of religious reasons, not meeting the right one. You know, that is a personal choice. You can't tell someone how to feel about something like that or what you think but in a recent interview with Chelsea Handler Yvonne did admit that um she has a little bit of pent-up frustration not being able to explore the sexual side of her personality um we know that it is for religious reasons that she has abstained to this point and it is honorable but some people are questioning is it the right thing to do for you as a person like you are cutting yourself off from that potential joy or connection you know is it time to maybe recalibrate your idea of companionship and coupleness at 39 if you still haven't found the one and you haven't taken that step into you know fulfilling yourself in that manner um what I can tell you she said she feels more ready for marriage at 39 than she did at 23 or even at 35 we know she had a kind of high profile relationship with former NFL star current sports analyst Emmanuel Ocho and Acho, Acho, um, not my favorite. But anyway, that's a random thing. We can talk about that another time. Um, she also mentioned that she feels like she's the outlier in her family and feels that she's meant for more than what others are doing, right? 
So she's going to hold it out. And she also said that um, it's important for women to figure themselves out and get to know themselves at a young age before they get on the path to finding a good man. But let's hear what she said about um, her frustrations with her virginity. Are you still a virgin? I am. Oh, my God. I love this. This is the most original guest we've ever Mm -hmm. had on. Mm -hmm. And what are you, 39? I am. Oh, my God. That dam is going to break one day, baby. And baby, I- let me tell you right now. I, like, people were like, oh, you know, Yvonne, you're, I was like, pray for him, whoever he is. <laughs> why do you pray for him? You get a lot of pent up energy up in here. But he- <laughs> oh, my God. And you're going to hit your sexual peak when you start having sex. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're going to need a couple of men, probably. Yvonne I- <laughs> <laughs> went from being a virgin to polyamory. So, listen, one. I do think it kind of sucks because, you know, women reach their sexual peak later, late 30s, early 40s. Men reach it younger. So it's kind of, you know, unfortunate that if she marries and eventually, well, if she meets and eventually marries a man that's in her age group, he probably won't be at his sexual peak giving her the best experience possible at that time frame because, you know, he's over it. He, he moving past and you know he might just be looking to get off but I do have a question as a man right I know like teenagers and younger guys that used to be a thing I don't think that it is a thing anymore as we know Gen Z is not having that much sex they're not engaging it's not necessarily a bad thing but it's just a factual thing as a man if a woman at that age almost 40 you met her and you found out she was still a virgin. Is that someone that you would want to link up with? Would you even start or entertain, you know, getting to know them to potentially get in a relationship with them? Or does that feel like too much pressure or responsibility just because they haven't evolved and um, been involved in that side of life? Is it also a thing of do you really want to kind of, I guess, put in the paces to bring them up to whatever your standard is? On the plus side, you could be molding. On the minus side, they might not like what you like and they don't know what they like because they've never experienced it. When we come forward, we'll have more on trending topics and headlines, more on Yvonne's predicament, and of course... We got some other stories that um, I think you're going to enjoy. All of that and more. You're locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 15. You are locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. We were talking Yvonne Orji and her discussing, you know, playfully with Chelsea Handler. They're both comedians about her still being a virgin at 39 and to pray for her husband. My question naturally was you know virginity is cute and desired when women are young when they're teenagers early 20s but as a woman continues to get older men as well you know this is not uh something that is exclusive to male men or women i actually think it's probably much harder on a male virgin at that age than a woman but In both cases, is that a 
relationship that people once they find out especially in something like with Yvonne this is something they might know about her before they even see her coming or get to know anything else is that something that you want to enter in as far as a relationship pretty brown Mimi in the chat says hey everyone in this day and age I really admire uh, respect excuse me Yvonne's beliefs I don't care what anyone says if you don't stand for something you'll fall for anything some people wish they would have waited. People are out here spreading themselves thin for what some dork. I don't like her. Some people are trying to shame her. It's her life. Much respect. I mean, obviously, it is her life. And I don't think, well, me personally, I'm not trying to shame her. Again, like you said, it is her choice, her decision. I respect that. I understand that it is her religious beliefs. And you are entitled to do what you feel is best. And to your point, it's a lot of foolishness out here in these streets in 2023. So being abstinent is not necessarily a bad thing, you know. But she admittedly says that you know, she's a little frustrated. And I'm sure there's a curiosity factor. And again, as I mentioned, it's been discussed at different points over her career. We've been, we got introduced to Yvonne, what, in 2016 officially with Insecure. So about seven years now. And I'm sure any man she meets knows that piece of information about her. And I think it colors a lot of situations to begin with because... It's an awkward conversation to have. So I don't know how it impacts the dating process at later ages. Um, is she looking in church? Because that's probably the best place for her to look if she wants someone that is aligning with her goals and, you know, being understanding about the situation that they are in. Um, people are asking, what happened to privacy? Why do we need to know what a 39-year-old woman is or is not doing with, you know, her lady parts? I don't know. Because there's other 39-year-old virgins out there, too. There are. And and so, to your point, I think that, you know, sometimes people need to hear from someone going through the same thing that they are. Maybe they aren't as confident or don't have a platform or aren't as secure in having those conversations. So from that perspective, I don't think that there's anything wrong with it, but I do think that it is something that um, is probably hard to come back from. And I know in some parts, I think I remember a few years ago, home mentioning in an interview because she was tired of being asked about if she and H.O. had taken that step and where they were headed and so forth. So any relationship she gets in, people are automatically going to be like, so y'all getting any yet? You know, and obviously nobody wants to deal with that. But I do think that um, it is an interesting walk to take as far as meeting and starting new relationships. Urban Spinster says... Simulated or not, I don't think um, I could play. I don't think I could play with that if it were my beliefs and keeping me from going there. And yes, keeping your legs closed prevents a heck of a lot of issues. 
it does. So you're saying you couldn't play a character if you were an actor or an actress that was engaging in behaviors that are not within line with you. I mean, isn't that the very notion of the profession? Acting, pretending. I get it. Do you think that maybe you would be tempted? I think that the process of actually making stuff look like sex on screen is not all that sexy when you think about it. Even with a closed set, there's still a bunch of people there standing around. It's technical because they're trying to shoot, hear any lines, get the angles and the lighting. So, you know, it's not at least in my opinion, outside looking in, a sexy scene, but you never know. Could be um, some, what, arousal (laughs) that could happen in the situation, but everybody's a professional, and that's why, once again, they're intimacy coordinators. Like, this isn't like back in the day. Sex scenes now are highly choreographed. Because um, it's important and there are lawsuits that can come from all of this. So, I don't know. Good luck to Yvonne. think everyone should, you know, be a little kinder about the topic. She is, you know, sharing her thing. She was asked. She did not just come out and come to Chelsea's podcast and say, and remember, I'm a virgin and I'm waiting for the big O. That's not what happened. So when people are like, why can't they stop talking about things? You know, they're asked questions. And that's the point of an interview. Someone asks you something and you respond, right? So we'll see what happens with that story. Um, In case you missed it over the weekend, we mentioned BravoCon and we'll get into some of those stories. But Usher was continuing to be a menace. He's going to burn down Vegas. Here's the thing. I wonder, like, back in the day, day, probably in the 80s, I think New Edition used to bring young ladies up on stage. And after hearing that on the Legacy Tour this spring, there were still, I shouldn't, not young ladies, but, you know, ladies that were waiting out in the hotel for their last chance with new edition their candy girls for life i think new edition should plan to do some serenades in their vegas residency i think they should change it up it's an intimate setting and i think that um you know they should give like ricky bell a spotlight when will i see you smile again bring a young lady up something do something sexy i would like to see something like that you know i'm sure it's going to be exciting um and you know more usher but anyway usher kenya more kenya again nobody has been resisting everybody has been playing a lot everybody understands the assignment we haven't had any more trouble just good times like we should be And, you know, Kiki and her man are probably still at home right now laughing at all the drama. Babe, remember that moment when you were feeling jealous? Yeah. Um, But anyway, continue on, Usher. We like it. Kwamel says, I wonder if some of these people are simply asexual and don't know it. The lady on Jinshana's show yesterday made me wonder, too. You know, I think that we talk about... Gen Z not having as much sex. I think that because so much interaction happens on our phones currently, there's not as much interpersonal interaction. I don't know if I would go so far as saying 
you know, there's an uptick maybe in asexuals, but maybe there is an opportunity or we do know that there's some awkwardness and interpersonal connections now, especially the younger you get. It's just hard to find connections now, you know, in addition to any stat that you want to layer into that coming as a black woman. Oh, as a black woman with some wealth. Oh, as a black woman that is of a certain age and all the other things that we can run down and add on top of that. Connections are, you know, kind of harder to form nowadays. Andy, I think the real question is, when is she going to get married? Well, she has to meet someone first. Well, right. Good luck on that. That I mean, that's the thing. She hasn't met. And, you know, it's hard. That is the thing. I guess the point I'm trying to make is at this rate, you don't think she probably not going to have sex at all or she probably not going to have sex until 50. I'm not saying lower your standards or anything like that. But at 39, I'm sure I'm sure she's people are soliciting and I and I respect the beliefs. I respect it. But it's just it's going to be even more challenging now. That's all I'm saying. I mean, 100%, I agree with you, and we just went through the things. Like, I don't know a lot of men, maybe outside of their fetish, that are lining up for, you know, 40-year-old virgin. I remember in college, uh, I had a homegirl. She was a virgin. There were a lot of men that looked at her like, hmm, hmm. When they found out she was a virgin, they ran away. Now, there are some people who don't care. that they, they probably would take it down anyway. But there was a lot of men out there that was like, you know what? You waited this long. I don't want to be the one to go ahead and, 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 and break that. So find you somebody that's going to go ahead and cherish that moment with you. And then, too, like, I, obviously, I don't know what it's like to, you know, be in that set of circumstances. But... I would imagine as a man, it feels like an unbearable amount of responsibility. No. No? No. Nah, the responsibility is on her. Well, so. How, how is the responsibility on that? I mean, because it's someone's first time. That's special. And then, two. Special for her. Also, you have to, I mean, and maybe men don't care about this. Maybe it doesn't matter. But you have to introduce her to the whole plethora or at least the introductory of what sex is. Nah. We don't care about that. You just popping and dot, right? Basically. Got to be a little gentler under those circumstances. We'll, we'll, we'll be gentler for her. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, that's why she needs to, you know, share that with somebody special. And that's what she's trying to do. Positive that's what her energy. reasons. Positive energy. Positive energy. You going to meet him, girl. You going to meet him right so. around the corner. I bet you she's playing with herself, too. Andy. <laughs> You know what? Listen. She talk about how. <laughs> you know what? Tomorrow. She talk about how frustrated it is. I'm sure. I'm sure she playing with herself or something. She might not be playing with no toys. She didn't rub. She didn't rub something. But here's the thing. Maybe. Maybe that's okay. she doesn't know what she's missing. Perhaps. So you're right because she never had it. So she may not be. Like we don't know. I, uh, tomorrow I'm gonna play this clip. <laughs> it's a clip of Lisa Ray and the brat from Brat Loves Judy TV show. And it's Lisa Ray talking about, I think Lisa Ray is like 55, 56, something like that, wanting companionship. And she talks about why she does not utilize, like she was given, she said, a rose and a rabbit. And she discusses why she doesn't utilize them. Um, and it was very... It, it, 
it's not even that. That that wouldn't be the thing. We're going to talk about it tomorrow. I'm going to find the clip. Glad you brought that up, Andy. It'd be a good topic. So we'll get into that. In the chat, Urban Spinster says, would Chelsea have known it if it wasn't out already? No, she would not have known it to ask. Again, she mentioned it like back in 2016. I think it came out 2016, 2017. But people, any good interviewer is going to do their research. And if they can, you know, it's an interesting topic. I don't fault Chelsea for asking the question. I don't fault Yvonne for answering it. It's just, you know, people are like, why can't you be privy? There's so many outlets now. There's so many ways to get conversation, get news, get information. Sometimes there will be some duplicity to the process. Sometimes you're going to hear things that you don't necessarily want to, but you could always bypass it. Think about that. Remember that. Um... Urban Spinster also said, I remember when saying God's name in vain was a pearl clutch. Getting hit from the back on TV is okay now. It is a different time, a much, much different time, and things change. I also think, though, if you're watching closely, what I think is going to happen over the next five to ten years is a swing towards conservatism. Just because, huh? I mean, we're here now, but I think it will get louder and more pronounced. We already see the younger ones not having as much sex. We already see them pulling back from certain aspects of social media and the things that they are sharing. So I think that those type of values are going to come back into vogue simply because we've gone so far in one direction. You can't help but watch the pendulum swing back to the other. That's that's just how things go and life goes. Um, Quamel says, I didn't know you could say that on the radio. I am not sure what you were referring to, but we said, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, we in line here. <laughs> FTC compliant. Urban Spinster also says, and Yvonne is a stand-up. I think she talks about her Virginia act too. She does a bit. And again, I think that she will probably pull back from it or reshape the conversation. I don't, she didn't seem offended by it. When we come forward though, we'll get into more of that, more trending topics and headlines. You were locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. You were locked in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. So we're talking Yvonne Orgy and, you know, her admission that it's a little frustrating that when she finally meets the one, he's going to get it. She's going to tear it up, tear it down, right? And Chelsea Handler mentioned that um, she might need a couple to satisfy her because she's going to be in her sexual peak. You know, she's 39 now. Let's say she meets someone next week, right? And they court for a year and and whatever. She's going to be ready to get it in. And he might be ready for the little blue pill or something like that. And so she might need a, you know, a polyamorous situation. Again, these are just jokes. These are two comedians. But... I do think it is an interesting thing when you stand on your principle as far as celibacy as an adult, like not just celibacy, because, you know, that's just abstaining. Right. But when you've never jumped into the pool, I think that it is a little maybe intimidating is the wrong word. But just the idea, the thought process, I imagine for most men is that mm, she could be a five stage clinger. This could be a headache. 
I don't really know what's going to happen. I don't want that kind of responsibility on me at this point. I'm just trying to have a good time. Am I really going to have a good time with someone that doesn't have the experience? Is it worth it? I mean, I think those are just some of the conversations that might be running through even a sanctified man's mind. I think. I'm a woman. I obviously wouldn't know. It's just what I think, Andy. <laughs> I'm with you. I just I just hope that, you know, when she does engage, it is something that's enjoyable because even though it's not anything that she she's experienced, how is she going to know that she's going to like it with that individual? You know, that's why I always say you got to test it just a little bit. I get it. I understand it. Trust me. I was the same way, too. The homies used to clown the hell out of me. Freshman year in college came. It was a wrap. I turned into a beast. But <laughs> he was out there. I was out there taking you know, him down. You know what I'm <laughs> I was over there hanging, swinging, slanging, all that. But nah, just uh, I just hope that when when the time does come, that it is a good situation. How could you miss something that you never tried, right? So I just positive energy for her, and positive for the man that facts. for the man that delves into it. I'm praying for you too. Positive energy for them both. A great experience to your point. You're not going to know if it's good or not. Is it even going to be really exciting? Is it built up? In, that's a long time to be building something up in your mind, seeing different versions of it, experimenting. And what if it is whack? And they say the peak peaks at in the 40s or whatnot. How do we know it's going to be there for her? Considering this will her be the first time. It, it's, it's biological. So, okay. Okay. you know... It, it it's might gonna kick be in. It, it's going to be there. You know, the warmth before it shuts down for the cold, long winter menopause. <laughs> when we come forward, we're going to have more trending topics and headlines. We are going to get into Gilbert Arenas putting the younger players up on game about the NBA lifestyle and women. You know, there was some commentary in the comments about him taking Shaq's side chick. We're going to get into all of that. We're going to get into Cameron. And was Cam being disrespectful in shooting his shot? More trending topics and headlines when we come forward. You were locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. News and sports on the other side.